Playboy. <laughs> What's good, y'all? It's your man DJ Playboy back with another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast. You know how we do around here, man. I do no episode without my dog, my partner, my man. Girl, scream like I'm Keith. What do you do, Bedroom? What is going on, brother? What's good? Living it, living it, living it, loving it, man. <laughs> Life every day, something new, man. Yeah, definitely, man. I know you had a crazy week. Up and down with the week, man. The weather, everything, the life. But I'm blessed, blessed to be here. You know what I mean? I can't complain in the, in the, in the grand scheme of things. You know, life is good. So it's just, uh, I think we were talking off pod, man. Like it's the, you know, you're getting more mature as you get better at dealing with life, unexpected shit, right? Like when it don't go as mm-hmm. planned. Um, and that's what this week was for me, man. I had a, <laughs> had a lot of shit not go as planned. Um, daughter caught the stomach bug. Um. Matter of fact, I think I ended off the last episode saying, pray for us, because she was getting her vaccine, and I was getting my booster, um, and I don't think you prayed for us, because it was rough, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but luckily it was rough for me, not not so rough for her, um, she had like got the stomach bug, I think like a week after, you know, nothing related to the vaccine, but me, when I had got my booster, uh, two days later, which I didn't even know was a thing, I thought after you, you know, a day or two, you was in the clear, Two days later, you know what I mean? That shit kicked my ass, bro. And it was the same day that um, she had caught, like... Well, she, I guess she caught the stomach bug over the weekend. But she had went to school, and they called me at the school, like, yo, you know, she had diarrhea. So I'm leaving my job. I had just got to work, leaving my job. And then, boom, my whole body starts hurting. I'm getting the chills. I'm hot for one second, cold one second. Uh, man, by the time I got home, I was sidelined for the entire day. And it's like, it is what it is, right? It's just You just feel beat up, right? You feel like... I remember I was I was actually gonna, gonna make fun of you because I'm like Keith done canceled a podcast after the day he got his booster. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I had the jokes ready, then that shit kicked me in. It was kicking my ass, bro. For like all my yeah, man, that, that COVID vaccine, bro, that, that should give you Bobby Brown jaw. And, and it's funny because you be going through you be going through the the, the symptoms, and you be like, damn, maybe them vaccine deniers are right. <laughs> they knew at a point. <laughs> them niggas knew. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's I don't know how to explain. I, mean, I can imagine COVID must be rough, right? You know what I'm saying? And like it's got to because that shit is because hurts <laughs> all my joints and everything. And it, but well, because the first thing it was your arm hurt, right? Like for me, it was like felt like I got punched in the arm for like yeah. at the day or two after. But I, that I was able to deal with no problem. I was like, yo, I'm cool with that. But it was then the other shit. It was like, man, this is. <laughs> this is too much, man. But it is what it was. It lasted a couple hours, then I was I was back to normal. Um, then my daughter was she had to, she had to miss another day of school. We thought we, we she was over the bug, but apparently she wasn't. So ended up having to miss a day of school. Then later in the week, um, my girl ended up get uh, getting COVID. Um, so that was that was a bit of a um, unexpected <laughs> phenomenon to happen. So you know what I mean? Like it was. We've been adjusting with that. We've been dealing with that. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So when you got the the vaccine, um, are you getting the vaccine to to get back to normal? I'm wondering what your motivation is to get back to normal, or so that like you might get sick, so you don't. Clearly, it's both, but it's uh, which one is it? Is it more? And I asked because the other day I'm trying to sign up for a new gym, and I went t- took some tours. Mm-hmm. And then all of the gyms I went into, ain't nobody wearing a mask. They looking at me like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> this nigga must Buddy be sick. With... It's, it's back to that, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was my motivation for getting, like, the booster, you're saying? Or vaccine in general? Or I mean, initially? The, the vaccine in general, particularly the booster. Okay, so um, 
I had got the Johnson and Johnson um last April. Um, and I, I, I got the booster cause I was like, I don't know how long this shit lasts for. It can't last forever. Right. And then they started talking boosters and everything. So I was like, all right, I might, I should be up for it. But, um, to, yeah, I guess to, to, to kind of get back to the, uh, the normalcy, right. I want to go out I want to be places. So it's like at new year's Eve, uh, show DJ show, who, you know, if y'all don't know, that's what the dude I DJ with. Um, he had a party on new year's Eve and I was like, I'm good. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm gonna just stay like this because it was Omicron was blowing up. It was like I didn't feel, I didn't feel like it'd be the responsible thing to do to go out and, right. and do that. Um, now you know what I mean if he throws a party or something next week, I, I probably would be there because it's like I feel a little bit protected. I'm still gonna take precautions. I'll still be in there, you know, masked up or whatever. But um, I just it's good. Add a layer of protection. I, I guess is the best way to say. Add a layer. Of protection. Yeah. I don't think it's going to stop because you can still get it, right? I don't think it'll necessarily stop me from getting yeah. it. Um, I don't enjoy being sick. I don't enjoy being sidelined, um, which no one does. But it's not, I mean, I think, I, I, I'm not even, I don't really get sick that much. So I think when it hits me, it hits me, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, to avoid that too, if that's something that could be avoided. I, I hate hospitals. Don't nobody want to be in no hospitals. So I was going to avoid hospitalization. Um, Stephen A. Smith, I believe, just got over it like a month or so ago. And he, mm-hmm. he's like, I'm not telling nobody go out what to do and da-da-da-da-da. But he was like, uh, they said if I didn't get the vaccine, I probably wouldn't be here today. Um, and he's like, just wear your mask. He's like, that's the most I could tell you how to do. You know what I mean? Wear your mask and try to protect yourself and, and, and whatever. But I, I think there's some truth to that. Like, you know, some people might not be here if they didn't get that vaccine. That's crazy, man. Yeah. It's it's, it's, it's a weird thing because you don't understand it. Like, and, and you know, like, like uh, shout out to my girl. Like, she's she, she going through it, but it, it fucks with you. At first, she was like, she's weary, bro, about it. Like, she ain't want to. She just, she thought, like, the way, because I'm, I'm like, yo, all right, boom, we can make this work for everybody. You know what I mean? There's a way to do it. Wear your mask. You know what I mean? You, you, you got to obviously quarantine in this room over here and you know we you know, will bring stuff to you and blah 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 blah. um she was kind of rebelling against it at first <laughs> like like she, you know like i think it's kind of like you no know, seven stages of grief like i think she was just like in denial then she felt offended and i'm like it's not anything to be offended by you know it's just <laughs> you know motherfuckers yeah. but then also like you know like i i, I get it you know what i mean it's, it's a different it's just a, a different generation i guess or whatever the case may be but like they're a little bit weird about being the other, right? Being different, um, or, be, or so being on being ostracized or something like that. Like, whereas I guess to me, it's like it's it's an illness, right? It's just it's, it is what it is. Yeah, I was over, man. That shit, switch your shit up. Yeah, no, I was gonna say I was low key thinking like I wonder if that's why like you see a lot more in society older men, you know, what I mean, with like a, a younger wife or whatever. You know I mean, you don't usually see young older wife with with younger man. It happens sometimes, but I think a little bit less. But I think mm-hmm. um because women mature, you know, a bit faster or whatever, like I know for this particular situation, I I was I was finding myself getting weird. Like I was getting mad, bro. Like and it was it was, it was really messing with me. And then I had to like step back from it and be like Oh yeah, I probably was acting like that when I was you heard you heard you know what I mean? Or I probably I probably was thinking like that or I probably was feeling like that. So I had a little bit more compassion for it as opposed to I guess maybe if I was a little bit younger, I'd I'd probably be bugging the fuck out too. Like you know what I mean? It'd be it would turn contentious yeah. where I think I, I approach it a little bit more with some understanding because I'm like, Yeah, I it, it sounds ridiculous and it sounds silly. But I've been the person sounding silly. I've been the person sounding ridiculous. And then I know in the moment that I just wasn't thinking clearly or whatever. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I, I think everyone has with the the quarantine and isolation aspect of of COVID. Everyone has a issue with it. Whether it's I'm, uh, you know, you're a family, you can't see like a, a um an older family member or someone in your house catches it, so they have to be on another section of the of the apartment or another section of the house or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think everyone just those effects, and then after like you know a few days. Of of having to bring food or whatever to the to the person's room that that gets frustrating even for the people who are not isolated. So I think the whole thing is just tearing tearing society apart. <laughs> Test things, man. I shout out to Idris Alba's wife. That was the first person that I knew that was like just standing right next to somebody that had it. <laughs> like yeah. shout out to her, man. She's word. Shout Idris Alba's wife, Jessica. <laughs> pioneering this thing man um but yeah it, it, it was it's it's been one of those weeks you know what it's, t- it's crazy too i think it was I, I i'm a spiritual person if you can tell by listening to this podcast and i just feel like whether you I, t- I, t- I try to take the knowledge out of everything i try to take the wisdom out of everything and even if i get it through entertainment i try to learn something from something and i feel like the things that i've like rent, like uh, the the things I've exposed myself to, audio books, podcasts, and certain things. It, there's a million billion things in the world that I could be listening to, exposing myself to. But I chose these particular things, and perhaps there's a reason that I chose them because there's some type of lesson that may affect me in the long term, or some type of, of lesson that may affect me short term also that I can learn from. And and it's crazy the things I had listened to in the past week was uh one was a Kobe Bryant interview where he was just talking about. Uh, rest in peace, Kobe. You know, like his the the anniversary of his death just passed, and they played an interview of his where he was just talking about after the Achilles injury, how he was just surrounded by his family, and just one of the feelings that he had after the injury was like, "Yo, I got to be strong for the family, right? I got to keep the strong face on." When you wouldn't even think like that, you're like, "Damn, this might be a career ending injury. You might be feeling sorry for yourself." He's more so put himself in that leadership role. You know what I mean? I, I remember listening to that. Yeah. Or there's another book that I've been listening to. Um, by a rabbi so it's like a, a book about money but um he, he's using like jewish uh ideologies to help i guess non-jewish people or even jewish people um just just have better relationships with money and um yeah. it's funny because i'm like i'm a couple hours in and i'm like when are we gonna get to the money part of this but but it's also but it's very interesting the stuff that he's talking about um and then one of the lessons that he was teaching is more so he's teaching you how to be like a business he's like yo you want to make money you gotta have a business and Use these. Is that the secrets of Jewish wealth revealed? Uh, might be. Let me look it up. Let me see the exact title of it. <laughs> um, so I'll be looking at titles, baby. I just get straight to the book. <laughs> it's called "Thou Shall Prosper." Uh, okay. Ten, Ten Commandments for Making Money by Rabbi Daniel Lappin. The reason I ask is because I had a, a book. Um, uh, the the book I just said on, on my reading list, and I was wondering if it's the same thing. I I didn't realize there was a series of books like this. So <laughs> I I would imagine, yeah, me neither. Until you just said that, but um, no. But one of the things he was talking about was just like as a businessman, like don't get angry. He's like, don't allow yourself to be angry. Like sometimes you could give off the image of anger if you think that'll inspire your employees or your subordinates or whatever. But um, don't necessarily let your emotion just get lost in the in the anger. You know what I mean? You out here just yelling, screaming, acting a damn donkey. And uh, <clears throat> I thought I was very interesting. You know what I mean? Like, he's even like, yo, when you, ang-, like, some people are like, yo, don't suppress your anger. If you feel it inside of you, you got to get it out. Go get it out. And he's like, no, nah, I think that's bad advice. He's like, I think actually suppressing it makes you better at controlling it. And 
you know, I mean, I guess there's arguments for both. Like, I guess if you're really going to explode, maybe you got to find some type of other outlet or whatever. But I guess anger is never healthy, right? Anger is never like this. This I'm actually proud of how I handled a lot of this stuff this week because a lot of the pressure was getting to me and I felt anger, you know, coming. And I, I didn't want to like give you one of those like uh, midnight phone calls. Where I'm like, yo, I'm in the parking lot right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it could have been bad like that, but it wasn't. I didn't let my anger get to that. You know what I mean? Fucking point so it, it was just like you feel better right you feel better like the, the regret of anger is it hurts a lot more than i guess the discipline of self-control um so it's like i i i i think i've i the point being is i think the stuff that i've listened to in the past week really helped me to handle the, the hardships that came along with this week all right bro let's get right into it there's been a lot of stuff that's happened since the last time we spoke um uh, something that's caught my eye was man there's been, uh, I guess, a vaccine mandate is going to go down in California for next fall, requiring kids to uh, get vaccinated before they go to school. That hasn't been passed yet. And some Governor uh, Newsom is trying to get done on his own. Uh, but it looks like 40 California schools are trying on their own to implement vaccine mandates ahead of that mandate that will take effect next fall. Um, 40 California school districts uh, will soon require vaccinations for staff, students or both. Um and I think that comes after, you know, like there's no federal mandate, right, that that uh, people, federal employees have to do anything. I believe that wasn't passed uh, when that Joe Biden was trying to get passed. But private businesses, I believe, can still choose to have their uh, employees vaccinated or not. But these schools, they look like they're trying to do it on their own without any type of government uh, mandate and be like, hey, you want to come to this school? You gonna have to get that vaccine. Um, now, Keith, you're a parent. Your kid's going to be school aged within the next few years. Um, how does this make you feel as a parent? And um, how do you think the people of California are going to react to this type of uh, vaccine mandate? Yeah, so I'm a I'm a fan of vaccines. This is the first opportunity that I got to get a vaccine. I, I jumped at it. Mm-hmm. You remember there was a line, you know, if you over 60 first and all depending on what state you're in, if you're over 60, if you have a pre-existing condition. But as soon as it opened up for me, I went to get it. However, I'm not a huge fan of, of the vaccine mandates across the board. I like vaccine mandates that are limited to like key people, mm-hmm. but there's enough I think the vaccine mandates, once it starts mixing with the political stuff, it's an effect that starts, like, excluding people from stuff. Like, it sounds exclusionary, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I'm mixed on it. But, on the other hand, I do get the safety stuff, but I'm not a huge fan of uh, of vaccine mandates. I do, I'm a fan of, like, healthcare workers getting it, maybe even employees. But then, like, once you get to the students... I feel as if there's something else that you can do there. Yeah, because if yeah, like you said, um, but is it different than I guess? Because I, I believe there are certain vaccines your kid had to get anyway to go to school, right? Um, right. The difference would be that this is new. This is doesn't have the the years of testing, I guess, of polio, whatever. I don't know what vaccines we get. <laughs> I, that's the thing. I don't even know what the hell they poking in the kids. <laughs> like you just well, like <laughs> you just like all right, cool, doc. I guess like I don't. <laughs> so it's like now it feels yeah, like it feels kind of weird to be like no, I don't know, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, me having an infant, I, I know a couple of them. Like uh, you know, polio is the clear one, and um, rubella and measles and all this type of stuff. And you know what? It, it makes sense because 
that's what I said. On it's a, it's a tough one, man. Because on the other hand, when you think forty years down the road, people are like, oh yeah, they just gonna be poking your kid. You're not even gonna know. They like, oh, do you agree to get this, this, and that vaccine? Like, yeah, I'll get all, get it all. Yeah, I got it when I was a kid, didn't I? <laughs> that's why. Yeah, you just like assume it's good. Like, but it's 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 weird, man. I I get it. You know what I mean? I did it. Um, I I for my kid. I mean, I got my kid vaccinated. I feel she's safer. If that makes sense, like right. you know, what I mean, I did for some reason. I feel she safe. I'll be honest with you. One of the main reasons I did it was the way that her after school works is they worked in pods, and if they get exposed, they shut down the whole pod. And they literally mm. looked me in the face and was like, "If she was vaccinated, it wouldn't be an issue," which makes zero sense to me. <laughs> but <laughs> but it, uh, I was like, "All right, cool. Well, now you're making my life harder, right? By not getting back, by not having her vaccinated. I don't like having a harder life." <laughs> so I'm gonna go for what you know what I mean like it, I can't call out of work every time some kid is exposed to coronavirus it's, it's everywhere you know what I mean like I, right. out of I, I have about like four main friend, close friends three out of the four friends have had coronavirus in the house including myself <laughs> you know what I'm saying so it's like All right. it's it's out here I can't take off of work every time I can't call out of work every time and, 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 and lose out on money or, or even just you know let someone else, I guess, get ahead in the game. Um, it, 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 I'm gonna do for what, what's more convenient. And yeah, you know, luckily, you know, what I'm saying my kid's been handling it well. It's been an issue. My kid also had coronavirus too. You know what I mean? And at, at yeah. a certain point in time, and that sucked also. You know what I mean? I had to be isolated away from her. And I feel like if we're both vaccinated, that might not have to be an issue as much. I don't know though. Right? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm kind of. That's the thing. Well, we're all this, yeah, kind of guessing. That's the thing. Uh, how much we don't know is, you know, I guess it's the separation I don't like. Like that, that kind of contentiousness, like, uh, you know, the president saying that that the the pandemic is now a pandemic of the unvaccinated. It's difficult to say. I'm just, I guess I'm looking at how difficult it is to sell. And is, is there another way? Like, I kind of, like some of the after school stuff, like, smaller groups like that i agree with like uh mandates there mm-hmm. but like broad across the board mandates like if you live in some tiny rural town somewhere in california do you need to have a mandate across the board in all your schools i just don't know i guess i'm not a doctor or a scientist but it, it makes me wonder especially if that means those people are going to start having a cultural war against whatever. But now if you say, oh, well, there's this basketball league and then all the the players or maybe all the coaches need to be vaccinated, I feel as if that's a way to that's a way to, to get a lot of buy-in. Like, all right, well, you don't have to, but you just can't play here or mm-hmm. you can't coach here yeah. if you're not going to be vaccinated. Because it makes it seem like, well, you don't have to be here, right? Right. But in a school, what am I supposed to move to school, another school district? <laughs> like you're, yeah. you're basically like kind of putting a gun in my head like all right well home home educate your kid or something like that and it's like come on man. but i mean we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll see i guess you know in california being a big state i'm assuming um that that might cause some sort of precedence um in the future uh so we'll see um another big yeah, thing that that i guess seen this week that uh actually took its place in court was the case of uh belcalis marlenis Almanzar versus Latasha Transrena Keeb, also known as Cardi B versus Tasha K. This was wait, say those two two again. <laughs> <laughs> they real names. 
I feel like <laughs> I feel bad for the bailiff. Belcalis yeah. Marlenis Almanzar uh, versus Latasha Trans Rena Kibi. Mm-hmm. Uh, that and that's Cardi B versus Tasha K. Uh, you familiar with Tasha K, Keith? She's a YouTuber. Nope. All right. <laughs> not at all. So, so you, Tasha K is this YouTuber, which I'm not sure how famous or not that she is, but apparently she was going on for a while putting out um, false information about Cardi B, uh, alleging that she had herpes, um, that she was a abuser of cocaine, um, and that she was a prostitute. Um, after you know, got receiving a cease and desist, Tasha K refused to turn any of these videos down off of YouTube that she claimed made these claims. And Cardi B was like, "All right, cool, I'm gonna see you in court." Um, and Cardi B actually won the court case um, of defamation, invasion of privacy, and intentional infliction of emotional distress. She was awarded a seven-figure sum in damages. Um, I believe 1.5 million in punitive damages, 1 million for general damages such as pain and suffering or uh, reputational injury, and 1,338,753 and 47 cents in litigation expenses. Uh, she also was awarded $250,000 in medical expenses, but uh, somehow both parties agreed to reduce that to 25,000. I don't know if Tasha K has that much money. <laughs> I know YouTube could be lucrative, but I don't know her. I don't think she's Jake Paul levels of YouTube, uh, <laughs> uh quite quite yet. And I just don't. Understand. Why didn't you just take the videos down? That's the part I'm not getting, bro. But so I, people think they could just say anything online, and and, and we're you know we we talk right. We're here. We're talking about people. I try not to give any false information. I try to do my research on stuff because, you know, the shit's on the internet. It'll live forever. You know what I mean? So if I could correct myself, you know, I I, can't, I do. And even if in a later episode I could correct something, I try to also. But if I knew something was wrong, I wouldn't want it out there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I bet. Take it down. It's not doing me any favors to do good, but I, I don't know. There's, maybe Tasha K got the money to fight this because this is wild. <laughs> oh, I know. Cardi B was definitely trying to destroy it, but Cardi B also gave her a chance to live, right? She was like, yo, take it down. <laughs> like why would you it's it's sometimes i think people just get bad advice and i don't know if tasha k got bad advice from a lawyer or something like that but it's just like yo why wouldn't you <laughs> it just seems like a, like an easy you already got the the hitch that you needed from it you know what i'm saying you already got the clicks your name where probably is famous or you know what i mean like it's i don't know <laughs> it just does it just yo, you can't just you can't make shit up like it's that's the, the one thing you really can't do like you you have a responsibility on these mics. If you're going to entertain people and you're going to live off of uh, clicks and subs and all that type of stuff. Tell the truth. This mad. This, and this, the funny thing about it, the truth is mad entertaining. <laughs> like, you don't. these people make asses out of themselves every day. Every day, bro. Like, if we, if we wanted to do a daily podcast, we could. <laughs> like, it's not hard to find somebody, you know what I'm saying, making an ass out of themselves and talking about it. So it's like, why do we need how? Why do you have to make some shit up about somebody? That's that's nuts. All right, Keith, we're running a little tight on time, man. So we're going to switch things up to my favorite segment. I think it's yours too, man. It's called Have You Heard. I uh, hear certain headlines and I bring them to the table to see if my dog Keith has heard. First up, man, apparently ASAP Rocky and Rihanna are pregnant. You hear about that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's impossible not to hear about it, man. That's um, that's like uh, 
If you heard Barack and Michelle had another kid level. <laughs> they got a show I heard. Oh, on. yeah. <laughs> no, or, what is it? No, uh, not, Netflix. Crazy. Netflix, I think. Yeah, they got a Netflix deal. Yeah. Oh, well, you said they got a show. You mean like a show, like some some oval table talk type shit? I think they produce. They got a production deal. I think they're producing shows. Oh yeah, them. they got higher ground productions. They yeah. they had a, some movie that was uh, nominated. I don't know if it's for some documentary, and then they got a couple kids shows with their production deal. Okay, yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. I don't know about them having their own, but I know yeah, they're they're making that money. They making that Megan yeah. Harry money. Um, but yeah, Rihanna, yeah. <laughs> Rihanna and ASAP pregnant. Congrats, congrats, crazy man, <laughs> hell yeah. It was funny. It's a lot of dudes. I think it's kind of like when when uh, Beyonce first got pregnant. A lot of a lot of dudes, because you know, there's like a fantasy. Like Rihanna is my girlfriend. Beyonce is my girlfriend. Like that that kind of like my play girlfriend mm-hmm. in my mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we go on dates to the museum and we have ice cream after and shit like that. And <laughs> you see that in real life that she had, you know they she has a life partner and they about to have a kid together. It's like ah oh, man, that that that's, that was supposed to be me. Alright. <laughs> yeah, man, that's crazy, man. That's, that's a that's an amazing thing. Shout out to them, yeah. Shout out to Rihanna ASAP. You know, I mean, they look happy together. They like they Rihanna's like our age, right? If I'm not mistaken, so about that, maybe mm-hmm. a year or two younger. Yeah, uh, shout out to them, man. That's doing the big. I like the little uh, the way they announced it. They took those pictures. I mean, I'm sure Rihanna was cold. Cause we was in New York City yeah. a couple weeks ago, we was freezing our ass off with bubble coats on. <laughs> she out here, yeah. she had her belly fit. <laughs> just letting the belly, belly out. <laughs> Hurry up, yeah. I was cold for her. <laughs> right there on Broadway, man. Broad day on broad, Broadway. And that wasn't paparazzi pictures, was it? It was because all, all the pictures I seen was just the same. Maybe it was paparazzi because I've been. I feel like all the pictures I seen was the same picture though. So I don't know if they had like a photographer and they just were like, "All right, here's the pictures." Like we just. Hey, I think they had a, a, a photographer. Maybe they did did something quick and. They didn't do a whole bunch of multiple locations. Yeah. It looks like it was just like one location, one quick shoot. I, I mean, from what I've seen, not that I observed it very closely, they didn't have like outfit changes and all that. No, 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 nothing, no wild. Uh, but then they, they, I like the way that she took control of her announcement. Like, you know, people, it was in the rumor yeah. mill, but she was like, right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take control of it. Because um, even though you're a celebrity, that's still a monumental point in your life. You know what I mean? That that you see girls do get to experience on social media all the time. So that's, that's dope that she gets to announce it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, someone else who got a re- uh, announcement stole from them was uh, your man Tom Brady. Keith, have you heard? Tom Brady has retired from football. Yeah, man. Uh, unfortunately, it took control of all my daytime sports, sports commentating, watching <laughs> like the entire joint. Like I was, just, you know, what I'm saying there's like five shows on in the daytime that I like to just tune into for a couple of minutes, mm-hmm. a few minutes in the daytime, and the entire thing was Tom Brady retirement. But definitely, man, the goat. He retired, and uh, but there was that controversy. They announced his retirement before he announced it. Yeah, he was tight was about actually, that. Right? He never, de- yeah, he never decided at that point. Or so he says that that he would retire. He probably decided it, but it probably was, it was a, somebody leaked it. Yeah, it was Adam Schefter. Adam Schefter came early with it, and I think he was tight about that because and it, they said it came through his partner, through Tom's uh, right TB12 partner. So motherfuckers be talking. And I think sometimes they don't realize. Or, or like, it's maybe they be like, yo, you know, Shefty would have respect, I guess. Like, yo, you know, right. like, it's a scoop, but dog, come on. And then Adam Shefty's like, yo, I ain't the only person that hurt. If you touch it to me, you might say it to somebody else, you know what I mean? He's like, so I guess yeah. he, he trying to do his thing to protect his job. And, you know, Tom's just his collateral damage, I guess, in that. But Tom deserved better. Tom did a lot for this league. Uh, that was a great last game, right? That did You, you seen it, right? When he played against, uh, was it the Rams? 
The Rams, yeah, yeah. yeah that was a oh, almost one. Almost yeah. went to the almost to the um, <laughs> NFC Championship and probably would have went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you can't get mad. Like that's that's team sports, right? Like you could do everything you could do, and then your team. But you know, the year before, the defense was helping them, right? You know what I'm saying? When he when he was yeah. slipping up a little bit, so it, it happens. But um, Tom will be missed. That's a goat right there. I ain't gonna lie. If he came back another year, I I, I think he's on steroids now. <laughs> I think him, LeBron James, all that is on steroids. So if he came back another year, I'd be like, come on now, <laughs> come on. Yeah. But uh, man, shout out to Tom. You will be missed, man. The um, the Giants did get you twice though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And shout out to to Adam Schefter, man. He he did get it right. And the th- crazy thing about it, so Adam Schefter, his job is to pretty much uh, get like the news that doesn't get publicly announced, like get it early and announce it to people. So he has friends on the inside, but they're like friends, and somehow they remain friends even after he kind of spills the beans. Mm-hmm. Like his job is to spill the beans. Yeah, and. uh I, I've had friends that we're not friends no more because they told somebody where I was at. Like, they were like, oh, where Keith at? Oh, he's at he's at the barbershop. Like, Why he told them I was at the barbershop? We over. Like, but Adam <laughs> Schefter tells, like, some real shit. Could have got me jumped. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, um, I think Adam Schefter throws money around, though. I, and I think Woj. Oh, yeah. I think they throw money around to people. I, I can't imagine. Why else would you? You know what I mean? Why would you betray someone else's trust to Woj or Adam Schefter? I think ESPN gives them money to throw around. Yeah. Um. I would. I still, I'm guessing though. I don't speculate now. I don't know. <laughs> you wouldn't be invited yeah, I, back to my barbecue after that. <laughs> I'd be like, nah, nah, yeah. Chef. Yeah, nah. <laughs> I think they know the. At this point, people are, are media savvy enough to know the deal. So I think they say. Because I don't know, I think they say because they that, that individual doesn't have anything to lose per se, or they don't think they have anything to lose. So, mm-hmm. homie probably told Schefter, assuming that you know, Tom Tom made a decision to retire. So, whatever, it's out there. Also, he may, maybe he thinks like if 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 Adam Schefter leaks it, it's not ruining it for Tom. He still can do the announcement. It's just. You know what exactly. I'm saying? It's just kind of like, yo, it's just an early confirmation. Like, this might happen. This looks like it's on the horizon, blah, blah, blah. Um, Keith, have you heard Whoopi Goldberg has been suspended from The View? Yeah. yeah I think she made some comments on the the Holocaust. What was it? Like, a Holocaust wasn't a racial thing. Like, it was just well, you've heard something of the, else. You heard of the book Mouse, right? Yeah. So I guess uh, I want to say Tennessee. I got to double check that one. Uh, but there's a school board. Yep, Tennessee school board. They removed Mouse um, from their reading list uh, for the, I think middle schools, um, saying that you know it had bad language and uh, nudity in it. Um, and that started. Their, that's what their discussion was about. And it was like, no, nah, you're you're trying to stop that because that book's about the Holocaust. Like you know what I mean? And you, right. you're not trying to teach about the Holocaust. Um, now the thing with Whoopi, right, is Whoopi made a dumb comment, right? <laughs> Whoopi said, I'm, let me tell you if I can find the exact comment that she said. So she said, as they're talking about the book Mouse and they're talking about it, and I think something that she said early in the conversation, she's like, I'm surprised that what made you uncomfortable, the fact that there was some nudity, it's about the Holocaust, the killing of 6 million people, and you're, you know, you get upset about nudity. Um, so, you know, she was, she was in, she's defending the book. She thinks the book should be allowed for kids to be read. But what she said is, um, 
later in the conversation is let's if you're going to do this then let's be truthful about it because the holocaust isn't about race right and when she said that everyone kind of froze like right, what, what you mean whoopi like what you i think uh you know someone actually said uh what you talking about whoopi <laughs> like, like, what the, <laughs> they looked at her nuts like yo what, you, what the fuck you talking about um and she but I, I i think i get what she's trying to say she was like it's about man's inhumanity to man right she was like it's not about um necessarily what, what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I don't want to misquote her. She's like, because um, Anna Navarro looked at her and like, yo, you know, it was about white supremacy after going after Jews and gypsies and Roma. Two white groups of, um, Goldberg responded, those, those are two white groups of people. The minute you turn it into race, it goes down this alley. And which is important that she's, she was referring to their conversation. She said, it goes down this alley. Let's talk about it for what it is. It's how people treat each other. It's a problem. It doesn't matter if you're black or white because black, white, Jews, everybody was affected. Um... So I think the problem that she got in the, the main comment she got in trouble for was if you're going to do this and let's be truthful about it because the Holocaust isn't about race. Now it's funny it's kind of we've spoken about Kanye. I don't uh, we've you know, let y'all behind the curtain. We had some recording issues on this episode, so I don't even know if y'all gonna hear the Kanye part that we talked about. <laughs> but back to the Kanye part that we were saying earlier is like sometimes I understand Kanye and I feel bad because I feel like I'm the only one that understood what he just said. You know, he says so like, oh, and he goes on a dumb rap. I'm like, I think I know what he was trying to say there. And I think that's what's happening with Whoopi. I think I know what she was trying to say here. Like, let's remove the race from it because once we start to talk about race, people get angry. People get emotional and they stop listening. So I think she was trying to say for a second, let's remove the race from it. Why she said in such a weird way that was incorrect, <laughs> I don't know. And once again, she she does the same thing we do. We're in front of a microphone. She's up in front of a microphone way more than we are, you know, five days a week. So you're going to say dumb stuff sometimes. It's going to come out incorrectly. You're, you're not going to be able to express your ideas because you're working on a producer's, yo, the segment is, is for this amount of time. Then we got a commercial break that we got to fit in here. Then we got to come back and we got to have a chef come on here and do some stuff. So you only got a certain amount of time. She wasn't able to express it the way she wanted to. Now, what happens is she got suspended. I disagree with the suspension. I think the best thing would have been have another conversation to show Whoopi Goldberg why what she said was wrong. But I think what happened was she doubled down <laughs> on it and she was trying to explain it more because she, she wasn't trying to be racist, but it's always the double down that I think kills you. And she caught a two-week yeah. suspension for it. And it's like, I you know what I mean? I, I know it sucks because as a person who talks, I would be so mad if I wanted to say something and it was being interpreted as something else. It's like when you try to argue with your girl, you're like, no, you're taking my words and turning them into something else. And it's like, you know what I mean? I know how frustrating that could be. So, but I'm just feel like we yeah. we on this cancel shit where we canceling everybody instead of educating people, bro. Yeah, I mean, you know, unfortunately that's just the world we live in and I Whoopi has to be aware of stuff like that and as soon as certain words come up, you have to be you have to be very delicate with how you talk about it. You know, the Holocaust was a serious thing. Uh you know, we're in sensitive times and you have to be more uh, thoughtful when you talk. So I, I think we'll be sitting somewhere like, yeah, you know, that's about right. It's 2022. This is what I said. You know, it, you know, the two, two week suspension. I, I could take that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I'm. I doubt Whoopi, Whoopi probably likes her job. She she reports to the same place every day. She probably doesn't want to be talking to her agent every day. Like, all right, who, who wants me in a movie? She just likes her. She's there. She knows where she's going to be at on Monday. She knows where she's going to be at on Tuesday. She gets she's to smoke, smoke pot on set, I believe. 
<laughs> yeah, all, all that stuff. So, it, you know, it reminds me of like, you know, the there's this lawsuit in the NFL where uh, this guy is accusing like owners, um, team owners of racist hiring practices and stuff. And on all the sports networks, the sports journalists are talking about it. You know, it'll be Stephen A. Smith who is black, and it'll be the, the next person who is black. Then there's one white guy who they have on the panel, <laughs> <laughs> and you, you, you can see the dude like just ready. Like he's like, "All right, man, I'm not fucking this up. I'm gonna just say two sentences and keep my answer to about 180 characters, and I'm, and I'm just stop." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because he will get roasted <laughs> if it gets out of exactly. line. <laughs> it'll get roasted. Yeah. Um. With with. The whoopee thing, it's like, and I think a lot of people have to understand because Nick Cannon got himself in this trouble uh, about a year or so ago. Also, it's like Jewish people, from what I understand, right? Um, I, I, I think I'm blessed. I got, I had a Jewish fourth grade teacher that taught taught me about the Holocaust in fourth grade, and then my fifth grade teacher was like this super Afrocentric, like uh, just smart black woman that just taught us everything about like Egypt and and the stuff you don't learn about Africa, right? In school, like, like I learned that in fourth and fifth grade, so I had a different outlook on the world. But there's this, if I would have went to, if I would have just been in another class, right? If I, my name got chosen out of hat and I was in a different class, I might be one of these ignorant people who don't believe in the house. Like, like, yo, that didn't happen. They didn't teach me about that in school. You know what I mean? So there's a, there's one, there's that ignorance that already exists about the Holocaust because it's not being taught everywhere as it, like it should be and then there's two it's like in the jewish community from what i understand is like after the holocaust there's a thing that they they believe is like never again bro we ain't never letting this happen again and the second you start talking any type of rhetoric close to mind conf close to which is hitler's book close to nazi ideology it could like you're not even leaning that way but it's it, it's similar to the terms that they use it's similar to that type of language they got they pounce on that because they're like yo we're not playing that game again bro we're not like we let that slide i mean gonna let another thing you know what i mean so they pounce on it and you got to realize you you kind of are walking on eggshells because one it's there's a lot of jewish people within the entertainment industry right so you're offending the people that you're working with one and then two it's like some of them are in positions uh to, of power you know what i mean so it's like you 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 you, right. you would tread lightly anyway right you wouldn't talk about whatever race your boss is because you you don't want to offend your boss you don't want him to you know have some type of retaliation towards you and that has to be something that i think is a little bit more universally known is like yo they are going to have a level of sensitivity the same way similar to that example you just used about african americans are going to have when you bring up race in a in a in a, in a topic or a story that has race uh black people and white people involved in it they're going to that 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 you know, it's like when someone says, yeah, that black dude, you turn your head. Like, what you mean that black dude? <laughs> Say it differently. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's that kind of like sensitivity that exists. And yeah, unfortunately, you know, Whoopi found herself on the wrong side of that. Yeah. And I think in general, uh, I think particularly with the Holocaust, even before all the cancel culture stuff, that people should should always be careful of trying to draw any analogy from the anything or anything else because i've r- rarely 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 ever heard someone successfully do it like ever i've never heard anyone successfully do it like people love comparing bad people to hitler like hitler was different you know what i'm saying like you can't you give me oh, oh trump is hitler remember does doesn't trump remind you somebody hitler and then people automatically doesn't even matter what your politics are it's like all right bro- brother i i know like I, i'm not even listening to you no more so when you say oh well the race and and holocaust 
like race is emblematic of other tragedies. So to to put race and and Holocaust together is like it's just not right, and you shouldn't do it, and it won't end well. Because like you said, it's got like a three percent success rate. <laughs> I can't even think of an example where it does. Like yeah, as a matter of fact, I can think of an example right where a Trump supporter right was was saying that we are being treated like the way um you know like like at the beginning of the holocaust like the type of terminology used to describe us is the type of things that that was used at the beginning of the holocaust to describe jewish people right so she was actually like you know how like a lot of people when they bring up trump like nazi they're on the other side of it right they're like yo trump is trying to do she was more so saying as a trump supporter i'm more so on the other side of the holocaust of it right and that bitch got roasted for that. Yeah. <laughs> I believe she was an actor on The Mandalorian and got fired mm-hmm. um, for that shit. And she's like, yo, you, it's not, it's a terrible example. Don't even use, it's like Kanye using a slavery example. It ain't going to work. <laughs> it's just, Kanye has never used a, a yeah, slave man, metaphor that worked. It. It's not going to work. Yeah, man. Like, I remember Kanye saying, we, we are slave to fashion or we are slave. I was like, oh, <laughs> man, like you don't understand. We were like we weren't tied to fashion for four hundred years in such a way that it set people back <laughs> in every part of society. So the same thing with the Holocaust. Like there's no analogy, or there's very few analogies that you could make that to say that oh well, this many hundreds of thousands of people were murdered sometimes all at once. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't. There's not. You just can't draw any zero kind of. Uh, analogy to it so I, I i think Whoopi didn't realize that she tried and that's some shit you do try when it's just you and your two homies and you know having a coffee or a, or a cocktail or something you don't do that on television and you're and especially if you haven't carefully um drafted out mm-hmm. your lines of logic beforehand you can't mm-hmm. try to do that on um, and also to, to you know, if 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 a Holocaust analogy existed that could work, Dave Chappelle would have done it already. <laughs> yeah, well, I would argue that he, Dave Chappelle barely cares, so but he's probably working on that shit right now. Um, Keith, before you before we wrap it up, because I know the answer to this one, you have heard it, um, because you brought it up, but uh, have you heard Brian Flores has brought a lawsuit against the NFL stating that he was um incentivized to lose games he was put pressure put on him by his team owner to improperly recruit players and that he has been on a few sham interviews uh throughout his career in the nfl um he's included three teams the dolphins the giants and the broncos um this comes after a text uh, exchange with bill belichick revealed that the giants had uh already chose to uh choose brian debole instead of brian flores and i think bill belichick maybe <laughs> on purpose or maybe not thought he was texting Brian DeBole, but was actually texting uh Brian Flores. <laughs> I have heard about it. I just uh mentioned a little bit about it. Uh Brian Flores is, is a black coach, just got fired from Miami. I, I, after actually doing pretty well, I, thought, so I was surprised he got fired. Losing, that was super like, a lot. <laughs> I think everyone did. Like everyone was looking like Brian Flores ain't getting fired. In fact, you know, he like in fact like he he's going places like what he did with them i think like the second half of the season it's like he was just winning he was doing good with a um 
a, but it makes a sense now, right? Because like Stephen Ross apparently had beef with him. Like Stephen Ross was trying to get him to uh, tamper with Tom Brady to recruit him over to Miami because they had worked together at the Patriots uh, before that, and it also incentivized him to lose games, both which he refused to do. And I think at, he claims after that point he was now on Stephen Ross's shit list. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest. I don't know the nuanced details of, of this case. I know that the the high level accusations. Um, I'll tell you one thing I do know. That text exchange between him and, and uh, Bill Belichick, the coach of the Patriots, uh-huh. that shit was hilarious. Because <laughs> the other dude's the other dude's name is Brian, right? Yeah, it's Brian DeBowl, uh and Brian Flores. Yeah, so he said he meant to to text Brian DeBowl, the, the the white guy, but he accidentally texted Brian Flores, the black guy who was interviewing for the same job. He said, "Congratulations, bro! Like, uh, you got he the job, baby." Yet. He ain't even interview oh, yet, <laughs> right? All right, he didn't interview yet, right? Like, that's crazy. Like, congratulations, you got the job. He's like, he's probably like, wait, what? Like, is that easy? Yeah, I'm like, well, I did do pretty good. But he's like, hold up, uh, I didn't even interview. Like, what, what's good? Then they kept talking. He's like, uh, Brian Flores, like, did you mean to text uh, the other Brian? He's like, oh, shit, bro. Oh, man. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> this shit is oh, hilarious, boy. too. Because if you look at it, he um, he doesn't. He's like, yo, did you, are you talking, uh, he said, coach, are you talking to Brian Flores or Brian DeBowl? Just making sure. Bill Belichick took a while to answer because <laughs> you know how when you don't answer right away, it, it makes a timestamp. Yeah. And so, like, the timestamp doesn't pop up again until 4.51. This conversation had started at about 2.30. <laughs> so Bill Belichick is sitting there like, but I was <laughs> like, damn, how do I respond to this? <laughs> he called up his front office, bro. I know somebody on his level doesn't doesn't go forward unless they got some kind of legal representation or some shit. Like, he sent the whole shit. He gave the phone to the team lawyer and said, what do I do? <laughs> what do I do? D- destroy it like last time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, that, that shit, the, the the concept of that shit is just, I mean, as as unfortunate as the circumstances are, like, the concept of that shit is hilarious. I remember one time I texted my manager, like, ma- like probably, like, three texts thinking I'm texting y'all, and it was so, it was so crazy. <laughs> it was so crazy. And uh, I, I realized what was, and then I went, you know, I put the phone down, I came back to text y'all again, I didn't see the text that I sent y'all. Cause I didn't send it to y'all, so I was like, "Oh, who was I send this to?" And it was my manager at the time. I was like, "Oh man, I had to apologize." Said, uh, I, "I meant to text my friends." Keith said, "Why is no one laughing?" Yeah, I was like, it's the best material I've had in months. Y'all, y'all, y'all not appreciating the artistry here. <laughs> Fuck y'all niggas, man. <laughs> you heard about the uh, the Daniel Snyder shit, right? Over in, nah. uh, have you heard, man? Daniel Snyder got himself back in hot water. Uh, two, I guess it's kind of wild, bro. Like one, they changed the name of the team, right? They they went from Redskins. They got rid of Redskins. They were the Washington that's football the o- team. That's the owner of the football team in DC. Yes, sir. Yep, he's the owner yeah. of the new of the team now known as the Washington Commanders. Um, yeah, he uh. Apparently, I guess a couple of uh, young la- young ladies that worked for him went and had a conversation with uh, Congress, a congressional committee, uh, and Tiffany Johnson, a former marketing and events coordinator. I believe she's a former cheerleader, too, but I got to double check that. Um, she said that Dan Snyder put his hand on her thigh underneath a table and then also tried to aggressively push her towards his limo. Um, and the only reason he stopped was because his lawyer advised him against it. <laughs> uh this is coming out as a lot of women are are, are uh, 
accusing Daniel Snyder and the NFL of taking lewd pictures of uh, girls at a photo shoot and spreading them around the NFL. Also, uh, along, among with other issues of sexual harassment uh, within the Washington uh, franchise. And now we've come to find out also that that information from the internal investigation of the NFL actually can't even be released without Daniel Snyder's permission because of a deal that they originally cut to uh, investigate him. So like a lot of those girls are feeling like mad deceived. Like, why do we why do we participate in an investigation that won't even go public because Daniel Snyder won't allow it to? There was some funny shit going on over there, bro. That's crazy, man. How how old do you think Daniel Dan Snyder is? About 50, 60, older? Yeah, I don't know him. I'd I've say never seen him before. Fifty something. I'm gonna look it up though. And the reason I ask is because there's a generation of dude like dudes with a lot of power. That I feel as if it's he's fifty seven. Okay, so it's gonna be some years before they're kind of not. I don't want to use the word purged as if somebody's just you know some some committee's gonna go purge them, but like they'll phase out and finally they'll be like, or at least the hope is that there'll be a generation of dudes with just no, not as much dirt on them, or at least not crazy dirt. Because now when you look at some of these things and and some people's past come out, you're like, man. Your favorite high-powered guy probably got some kind of dirt on them, right? Because after Bill Cosby, you're just like, all right, everybody probably got dirt on them. Like, whoa, Jesus Christ. Like, you know, Cuomo, uh, a lot of people that people love. And uh, Dan Snyder, I mean, I don't know how many people love him. I guess enough dude owns a team. You know, four dude got some four, major four dirt billion, on him. He powerful. Yeah, he, but he powerful. Yeah. That that four billion, you know what I mean? Probably he, you know what I mean? He, he, it's gonna be hard to get that team from him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he's a douche. Um, but he, you, I guess money's power in this situation. I mean, and obviously not in all cases, right? They were able to get uh, what's your man and and, and Daniel was not uh, Sterling. What was his name? Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot his name. Don Shit, Don Sterling. Sterling. Don Sterling. Yeah, yeah. He they was able to get him the out away from the Clippers. Yeah, yeah. But he also profited off of that. Crazy. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So it's, you know what I mean? So it's money is power, man. It is what it is. And the NFL, y'all going to have to clean this shit up, though. Because the funny thing is, y'all treating black people funny. Y'all treating women funny. Guess who y'all workforce is? <laughs> the motherfuckers on the field and them women on the sideline. So right. you're going to reach a point where you start offending your workforce. And they going to be like, fuck you. The only thing right now is y'all got no competition. They got nowhere right. else to go. <laughs> so but but that's gonna reach a point where you know what i mean you piss off your people enough you know motherfuckers at the at the top gonna have to fall bro yeah definitely man that's crazy but keith man that's another episode in the books brother uh you know as always man where can my people find you at on social media man instagram email underscore 35 nice 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 uh you can find your boy dj playboy on instagram at plickapeezy p-l-i-c-c-a-p-e-e-z-y you can also find perfect talk podcast on instagram at perfect talk radio uh so go follow you know hop in the dms let us know what you think like a picture you know how we do um also you can find every episode of the perfect talk podcast on our website www.perfecttalkpodcast.com um every episode of the perfect talk podcast my radio show the night shift and my other radio show i do with my brother dj show money talks radio available right there every episode of perfect talk podcast is also available on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, soundcloud spotify iheart radio wherever your local podcast is sold or you know what i mean make sure you leave a rating review a like whatever they whatever they do on it you know what i mean leave that for your peoples we also on youtube man go check us out on youtube um Search us on there, you know what I mean? We got our episodes up, so show some love, show some love, show some love, man. Uh, Keith, 
Who you got in the Super Bowl, brother? The Rams or the Bengals? This is a really e- even one. I, I know that the Rams got the edge, but the Bengals are sneaky. But I, I would Word like up. the Rams to win. And mostly it's not because I care anything about Los Angeles or the Rams franchise, but more so that I'd like to see Matthew Stafford win a Super Bowl. Like, this dude is nice. Or, he, you know, nice for his age, but just even when he was younger, the dude was, was nice. But... He was like trapped in Detroit. It was like some old sentence or some shit. Like told, they said, "Hey, you, gotta do, <laughs> you have to do five to ten years in Detroit before being released into to cu- the custody of Los Angeles or some shit like that." Yo, you know it's funny you say that. Like, cause think about it, right? How did niggas leave Detroit? Usually, they retired out, right? Megatron, Barry, they mm-hmm. retired out. They died there. But but what happens to the niggas who lived it? Who like who finished out their contracts? Sue, what happened? Super Bowl ring. Yep. <laughs> Super Bowl ring over in Tampa, you know what I mean? He Matthew Stafford might he keep he might keep that train going. If you if you ride it out through the whack shit, you might have a ring waiting for you afterwards. You know what I mean? Over a might decade a, with the whack shit. Say we're getting hit, you know, fucked up O line. You just get knocked all over the place. You like, damn, is it worth it? What am I playing for three win seasons? What am I doing this? For? I mean, you had millions of dollars, but still, <laughs> you, you know what I mean. You might not remember your kids' names after a while. Like, so it's I, I do. I hope he wins. Oh, Odell Beckham too. Odell Beckham, you know what I mean? Like this will turn the narrative around about Odell yeah. Beckham. You know what I mean? He's 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 not number one, right? But he seems cool with not being number. Like he knows Cooper's nice. <laughs> yeah. He knows Cooper's nice. You know what I mean? And he's like, yo, let's let's. I'm, if if y'all doubling Cooper, that leave me open. <laughs> he's like, so he ain't making no noise. He's doing what he got to do. So I hope Odell Beckham wins one, man. I, I've actually I was a fan of the Rams. I used to listen to a lot of LA radio, especially during their first Super Bowl run. So I'd like to see my man Aaron Donald win one also. That'd be pretty dope. And then Snoop gonna be there, Dre gonna be there, Kendrick, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know how you how, how sometimes like different facts enter your mind and you create memories. And I feel like Odell okay. Beckham, it makes you feel as if he won one. You know the Giants won two Super Bowls, so yeah, like, yeah, Odell got one of them, right? And you're like, no, <laughs> it's weird. Like, and I'm not the only one who feels this way. It's like, yeah, Odell got a chip. Like he won one of them shits with, with uh, Eli, and, and yeah, because Eli got two, so you figure, you, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think about that because the Eli thing, you start to be like, yo, he did play with Eli, right? Yeah. Like Victor Cruz, too, but does Victor Cruz have one? No, I don't think so, right? I don't, see? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> he probably doesn't, but it's like, yo, Vic, Victor Cruz and, uh, and uh, what's his face? Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., yeah, they, they won one with Eli. Like, nah, they didn't. Like, it, wouldn't. it didn't work out that way. <laughs> yeah. Nah, it's going to be dope to see. It's going to be one of the first Super Bowls, actually, that I'm I'm going to be able to watch live. So it's going to be dope. I'm looking forward to it, man. Uh, what you watching nowadays on TV, bro? Oh, uh, man. I just watched this documentary on Bill Cosby. Uh, we need to talk about Cosby on Showtime. Mm. And uh, I think it's pretty good. Like, it's not like, in my opinion, it ain't no super-duper award-winning documentary. But I think it's the best documentary that could be made right now because Cosby is about 80 a lot of his contemporaries either weren't able to, uh, weren't willing to talk, or aren't able to to, to speak on it. And, gotcha. um, but I think the 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 cool thing it did was show a lot of the good things Cosby did, because that's the the conflict with talking about this whole thing. Either people say one hundred percent pure monster, pure rapist, or this dude one hundred percent helped black people. I don't know about the rest of the stuff; it hasn't been proven. But this one does does its best to do both. Like, look, check out this dude's career. Check out what he did for the culture. Check out X, Y, and Z. But mm-hmm. look at all this evidence. This dude, this dude got it in for like with, with all with this um 
spiking women's drink. He's been doing it for something. Was he? I'm trying to do the math. Like something like 60 years, 50, 60 years. He he was doing that shit. He did that shit. And this is not just when he was a young man, 20s, 30s, maybe early 40s. This dude was doing. I think he did it as recent as the early 2000s. Oh, he's that young girl, right? That was the one that got him caught up at Temple, right? Wasn't it? Uh, I don't know which, but the so cons, many, the right? one he actually went to court yeah. for, the one, one okay. he got convicted for. Okay, because that yeah, no, cause the, it was recent enough for him to stand trial for it. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your limitation. Yep. yep. Um, mm-hmm. no, but doesn't that more as you get older, right? Then you look at historical figures. Isn't that more of a? Don't we kind of realize that these people that we thought were great? They're not great twenty four hours a day. They got some fucked up moments. So they, you know what I mean? Like Gandhi slept with, you know what I mean? Like younger children. Now we don't know what he did with them, but it was it was weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> like no one brings that up, but it's like yo, you did some something weird. Like Martin Luther King, you know, there's rumors of uh, infidelity towards his wife. You know what I mean? But does that mean he wasn't a great man? That doesn't even mean he wasn't a great husband. It's just like like sometimes life is more dimensions, right? Like yeah. so, then it's, it's 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 like yeah, you're great for this, you're known for this, you're exalted for this, but it, in reality, it's actually more believable that you got some fucked up shit about you in there. Yeah, man, and the only perfect dude, not perfect, but basically what I'm saying is that I think people are praying that Obama didn't do anything. Like people are praying for Obama. I think is is that nothing weird comes out. And you know what? Like, after some years, it's like compound interest and an investment or some shit. Sometimes stuff that, I don't want to call it normal, but stuff that's, um, that weren't, that wasn't unusual comes back. Oh, it might have been something weird, like, uh, Obama ditched a date and left her with a check. And it, it, that shit comes out. And it's like, oh, this dude, Obama, this dude is wilding, man. It'll me too. <laughs> Yeah, but it's right. Like it's something eventually. He has two. He has two daughters. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like in in 2020, I think what is it, Sasha or one of them, Malia, had a City Girl video go viral. It's like y'all hoping, like y'all want something bad, but it's like it's. I mean, it's it's kind of re- it's life. He can't control what other people do. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's. We might find some fucked up shit about Obama, but it's like. I don't know. I mean, it's more, you make you more human to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? It make you more, now if it's some wild shit, you fucking kids doing some crazy shit. Yeah, it's like, you're a scumbag. But it's like, if it, yeah, like you said, something like he stood up, but maybe he just, maybe he like ghosted a chick. <laughs> and she was really yeah. like butthurt over that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, in her eyes, he's the scum of the earth. But it's like, yo, he's a human being. We ain't all, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm here podcasting. Y'all know me as the DJ and podcaster, but it's like something outside of this. I could be a fucked up person. <laughs> it's just, but this is what I choose to show you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But, it's, 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 but to, to separate, to completely separate Obama from Cosby because they don't need to be in the same paragraph, <laughs> right? And that's just where the conversation went. But back to like yeah. Cosby, I think people seeing what he meant to the culture, um, people denied a lot of the, the what he did because like, yo, I can't, this, I refuse to believe that this guy also did these other things, which is much worse than these other people you mentioned, King and mm-hmm. Obama and stuff like that, this is a mm-hmm. completely different stratosphere. And I, I think that, um, yeah, I think people wanted that perfect guy. Didn't Dave Chappelle have, like, speak on that a little bit? Like, Bill Cosby put up this, the money for the sound system of, like, some famous speech or something like that um, for civil civil rights? Am I tripping? Yeah. I, 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 mm-hmm. I read that it's, qu- it's questionable if that's true but the essence of what he was saying i I get what he was saying like he did tremendous things like for instance like he 
worked on a show in the 60s or early 70s or something like that. And that's when he was really getting put on, a show called I Spy. Mm -hmm. And he looked around and said, yo, this white dude's getting painted black to be stuck. Because it was like an action show. It was like a a cop a cop show or whatever. And yeah. they so they did stunts. And the stunt men were white and they were painting themselves black to do the stunts for black yeah. characters, the, the the black star uh-huh. or him. Uh-huh. Even I think on on um and then there was a woman on there who said like for instance, one of the old James Bonds, like from the sixties or seventies, like a a white dude painted black did the stunts for this woman that was in you know, Bond always has a love interest. This one yeah, yeah particular one she was black and they was doing a stunt it was a white dude in a wig it was crazy it looked crazy they slowed the video down it looked insane son it was insane it was a white dude in a dress with a with a, a big curly wig on oh man but the point is that cosby said yo i want black stunt men you tell me in this whole town there's no black stunt men i ain't working if i don't get a black stunt man because this shit looks wild and mm-hmm. from there he kind of they said he put a spark in like the the industry for black stuntmen. Mm, nice, yeah. No, it's 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 a it's a dimensional thing. Like I think if you look at the whole spectrum of a lot of people in history, there's gonna be shit that we can cancel them for, and there's gonna be shit that we would exalt them for. And unfortunately for Bill, his cancelable shit might outweigh the good shit, man. It was extreme because um, now, yeah. and and that's the thing with nowadays we have these these labels for stuff like cancel and me too and all that type of stuff, and then under that umbrella is a whole lot of shit that there's Bill Cosby, but then there's like Bill Cosby's not the same as Kevin Hart saying weird shit on Twitter, right? But with all that is under the cancel umbrella, and Kevin Hart didn't even get canceled. But when we talk about cancel, we tend throughout the history of cancellation both of these instances were spoken of the kevin hart thing and the bill cosby thing but they don't deserve to be under that same umbrella gotcha where was that documentary available showtime showtime check that out. i heard the janet jackson i haven't checked it out but i heard janet jackson has one on a and e that was pretty good too um yeah if, if you could get a friend's password for showtime because honestly let's face it who's who's subscribing to showtime <laughs> a little crazy man oh shout out to victor cruz though i just looked it up he did win the super bowl man put some respect on his name man oh he did um, oh look yeah. at that man see yeah. like the, the that should be fuzzy that's crazy <laughs> but yeah man uh always a pleasure doing an episode with you keith man uh peace and love stay safe out there everybody stay healthy wear your mask do what you got to do to protect yourself and uh say goodbye to the people brother peace peace